look at this, Derek. Sometimes the opposition are all set up perfectly for you to dribble through them. It's almost like he's playing FIFA. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bottom Boys of FIFA Apocalypse podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Conley, and I'm doing a solo pod today. I believe Lewis was out searching for Sasquatch, and last I checked, he wasn't coming back in time for the pod. So we're just going to barrel on through right here with no interruptions whatsoever. Wait, what is this? What is this? What's up, guys? It's Lewis Connect, the co-host of the Bottom Boys of FIFA Apocalypse. Guess what? I still haven't found Sasquatch. Well, I didn't expect you back so soon. Yeah, um, basically we went to Pinnacles. Um, there are these trash pandas, a.k.a. raccoons, um, and I, I brought our commissioner along with me because I needed a witness in case I did find Sasquatch. Didn't happen. I was so furious. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I can get back home in time to uh, record this pod. The listeners need me. Us. Sorry, us. Well, they did vote for you for best podcaster, even though, you know, I I edit it and send it out. It happens. Whatever. I'm not bitter about it. To the football. To the football. Um, we got a bunch of fun matches in week three. Also week four, because we're talking about week four, not week three. Um, we got a bunch of fun matches in week four to talk about. Match day seven and match day eight. Fantastic. Okay, we'll just first off start off with Michael and James. Um, if I remember this correctly, I think I watched this one. Michael went down against James. Um, it was two to one in the. Uh, I think it was two to nothing at one point. I think it was two to nothing in the second half. Like we went to the half in a two to nothing. I believe so. James being up two goals, and then Michael has never had issues scoring. Usually depends who he's playing, but like. He turned it on here. That's the thing. Michael knows what to do to uh, pull either the result or pull the the victory. That's why Michael is a uh, reigning champion. Yeah, two nothing. Good uh, job with the good job with the uh, victory on this one, Michael. Two nothing leads are some of the most dangerous in football. So James saw that firsthand right there. Some would say in baseball that's also dangerous, and some would say in football that's also dangerous. Basketball. If it's like past halftime and it's two to nothing, I don't even know what to say. Like, that's like if we were out there playing. Yeah, I'd be on the zero side, obviously. Oh, I'm, you're giving me a two nothing advantage. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. Um, next match was was Chris versus Nate. Chris won five to nothing. This wasn't streamed, so we can't really talk about this. But Nate, I'm sorry to say this. No surprises here on the victory. Five to nothing quite a large margin nate how about you and i do a practice uh, some practice sessions because uh we're both at the bottom we're both uh bottom boy buddies and uh yeah room for improvement <laughs> then we had uh amir beat carry three to one this actually happened last week um but it did happen in match day seven and i think uh i think this happened like last saturday i don't even remember anyway amir won three to one on. Yeah, some would say playing your games early in your match, you know, like week four is uh, great, but playing it like a week ahead of time, that's just going a little bit over the top. I think the commissioner is getting a little uh, carried away with playing early. He didn't want to have to sing a thong in a song. That's right. A song in a thong. That's the second time I've done that on this podcast. Also, Carrie was with me trying to find Sasquatch, so yeah. I can't really give him too much crap. You didn't find um, Sasquatch, but you did find a point, because in our next match, you drew with Kyle 2-2. Yes, that's my first point of the season. <laughs> the only point of the season so far, spoiler alert. Um, man, what a game that was. That's all I can say. Um, I'm glad I, I got a, a tie against a very good opponent in Kyle. Kyle, actually, we play not so bad against each other. We uh, historically uh, usually either tie or I don't have the in front of me. I don't have the the stat sheet. Well, I can pull it up right now. Let's see here. Let's see advanced. Yeah, we're gonna cut this part out, right? <laughs> no, I'm leaving all this in. Um, oh, Lewis, you are actually two, three, and four against Kyle. 
two wins, three losses, four draws. Is that the order that goes in? Wouldn't it be two, four, three? Well, that's the order Michael has it set up on the advanced stat sheet. Oh. Well, it's inconsistent with our uh, it table. It's two wins, three losses, four draws for you against Kyle. It's not that's you're basically playing five hundred ball against him. That's great. I'm, I'm I'm okay with that. You better be. You don't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> um, onwards to the Citrus Bowl. Some would call it the uh, the orange. Yeah, I got nothing with orange. The orange bowl. Yeah, the orange bowl. That, but that hasn't the, been taken by anyone, right? It's I don't think available. so. Okay. Well, we'll get a research team on that one. All right. Yeah, I uh, I beat George two to one. Way to get those two points ahead. You got Asensio, and then uh, you had that nice header um, by Tony Cross um, to be up two nothing, and you held on. You yeah, held on to yep. the very end to held, get that win. Held on. That was George's first defeat of the season. Um, so you know, happy to take down some of the top men a little bit bad for george good for you i mean i'm pulling for george in the table because interesting chris is up there right now but let's remember that samuel has and we're about to go into this two games in hand um yeah but i mean george is still second george had a chance to move ahead in the standings and he and he was not able to because he came up against me that's right I take pride in that. Yeah, uh, unstoppable force had an immovable object. Yeah. I played George pretty well, actually. I don't know what it is. He and I... You usually do. You usually do play him well. Um, next, we have Peter and Samuel. Haven't played yet. It's Sunday as we're recording this. We've got uh, four games that need to be played. We do. What do you do, y'all? We might have a lot of songs in a thong after, after this record. Yeah, or whatever other punishments. I don't quite. I, I don't. I, I don't know. The rules in front of me. That that won't be announced until after this. It's is not my department. It's the commissioner and the uh, the vice executive uh, hoodie woody. They still have several hours to play it. It may be a moot point. So play those games. Um, and then next we have Joseph and Jordan still haven't played. I would say with uh, Jordan, Peter, and Samuel, there's a lot of movement that can happen. Yeah. Um, depending on results. I mean, with Joseph too. Because um, Joseph is currently in the gray, just above me. He has four points. And, uh, I mean, I don't know. The first game he played me and, you know, destroyed me. But That was a long time ago. That was, that was a long time ago. That was week one. Goodness gracious. Um, so that is match day seven. Match day eight, we've got Michael three, Nate nothing. I feel bad for Nate. He had, he had a bad week. He had a bad week. No goals for, eight goals against. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's tough sledding, Nate. Um, but again, we've got we've got a full season. Not a full season. We, we've got quite a season we, in front of us. We're also more competitive league. I think this is the most competitive our FIFA Apocalypse league has been, like this season right now. In terms of, like, talent and, and play style? Talent. Yeah. Like, um, I think the, yeah. the skirmish for the top is going to be the skirmish for just being in the green zone is going to be competitive. I think every game is, is going to count, essentially. We, we're essentially a quarter of the way through the season right now. I mean, every game does count. Well, yeah, every, a... game, every game does count, but we're about a quarter of the way through the season, so there's still plenty of time for um, ground to be made up. Speaking of ground to be made up, Chris and Amir have not played yet. They're not on the uh, spreadsheet to be playing on Sunday. Sources say on the underground, birds have been chirping that they may not play. So punishments may be dealt out. Stay tuned for more information on that. Come back next week or before that. Maybe we'll do a special like emergency pod for it. I'd be okay with that. Not okay. I would be ecstatic for that. We'll see. We'll see how that we goes. We can switch roles. I'll be the host and you can be the co-host. All right. That sounds good. Um, We'll get different like sides of of our. I'll wear jester clothing, and nobody will know because this is an audio medium. Yep, that's right. Uh, then Kyle Stupid beat Fernando test. three to one. 
Um, if I recall, Fernando, it, this was like 1-1 until like the 80th or something like that. And then Kyle was able to break through at the very end. Um, Fernando played really well. Just wasn't able to come through with it. Yeah, I mean, Fernando has been doing well for himself. This is a result we might expect to see from previous seasons. Um, Fernando turns it around. Yeah, Fernando's been playing really well as Bayern. I think since the second half of last season, he's really gotten into a groove. Results haven't always fallen his way, but, you know, he's playing really sharp football, and eventually it'll start falling. Yeah. um, I mean, shoot, he's only given up. He's only given up 16 goals. That's not bad. Not bad at all. I mean, I say only, but, like, if you look at uh, right above him, We'll get to the table. We'll get to but, the table. You know, you're doing good. Just keep uh, pressing and be, be sure you score goals. Because remember, you don't win if you don't score. That's true. And score more than the other team. That's kind of like the two how-tos. Yeah. Doesn't matter how many you give up as long as you score more than that. Exactly. Next one is George and Carey. This one was a battle. This was a battle. All, a- all, ba- all matches with George are battles. I think George does it on purpose. He kind of trains himself uh, mentally uh, to keep games close. He doesn't score too much, but he keeps his opponents in uh, arm's length, whether it be being down in goals or up in goals. Um, But he usually comes out either with a victory or with a tie or with a loss. Sometimes sometimes he loses if you you can get the better of him. Uh, See match day seven where Thibaut Courtois decided he was going to turn into Tim Howard mm-hmm. and save everything. Um, but yeah, George won 2-1 to one over Carey. Again, this happened like a week and a half ago, so I honestly don't remember a whole lot of what happened here um, other than that George scored two goals and Carey scored one. We've been partying too hard in the uh, media headquarters. That's true. Maybe partying a little too hard for you because you took on Peter and lost 3-2. to two. Yeah, that was tough. I mean, let's see, Peter was up 3-1 to one in the second half. I think we're right around 60-something huh? a minute. Um, I'm able to salvage another goal, but can't get the thing done. Um, I got work to do. What can I say? Hey, at least you scored two goals. At least I scored two goals. That's That's important. But I'm still beyond my bare minimum in goal differential. I am beyond in that I am doing worse than minus 10. And watch out, everybody. To get better than minus 10, I'm going to have to beat some people. So I'm not looking forward to next week, but we'll get to so next week. It looks like. Look out. Boys <laughs> um, of Uve are coming. And then then I took on Joseph and won 3-2. to two, And I, uh, I know some people did not watch this match because some people were out looking for Sasquatch. Um, if I may say so myself, this game was crazy. You went up. You're, you won by a goal. I won by a goal. I went up. I was up one to nothing. My recollection, which is what I see on the table, you yeah. won by a goal. I just... Yeah, you didn't see it. Um, I was up one to nothing for most of the match. Joseph was able to get two goals on on counterattacks coming the other way, um, which was a little frustrating because I think I had like 60-40 possession or something like that. And then I decided I wasn't going to lose and scored uh, two goals in three minutes and one. You weren't going to allow Vardy to drink Bacardi in a Rari. That's exactly what I was not going to do. I was not going to allow I love that. it when you talk about your own successes. You do it so well. I was very pleased with this result. Um, maybe I, I did a fist pump after the goal that put me ahead. It was a very satisfying Well-deserved match. fist very bump. Very satisfying match. Self-fist bump. Yeah. Um... Jordan and Samuel are scheduled on Sunday fun day. Well, both Jordan and Samuel have two games in hand. They have two games to play. Play those games, y'all. I say it kindly. Others in the league may not. So you know what that means. Just play, you know. Just, just play, man. Just play. Just play. Just play. That's my motto. Um, and that's all for match day eight. Obviously, we still have four matches that have not yet been played. Um, that are on the schedule, but I mean, we can pretty this. We get a pretty good idea of what what happened this past week. Yes, and after we read from the table, 
we got a special surprise. I got a, a virtually virtually journey to the East Coast and interview one of our new league members. That's a tease first, for later in the app. First, we read the table. Daniel, you do the honors. Um, well, we go to the top of the table in the number one position. Chris sits with 17 points. Um, he's got a 17 goal differential, so he's beating teams pretty pretty handedly, and he's only allowed five goals, which is second best defensively. Um, so that's you know pretty good. Um, you know, I'm not at 17 points, so I'd say that Chris isn't going anywhere. All he does is play FIFA or Call of Duty. I mean, he told us in the interview he really goes nowhere. So uh, the amount he plays, 17 goal differential, not surprising. Also, he's, he's good. He goes nowhere, and yet. We question why he is not able to play his match this week. Um, he's one of two undefeated teams. Uh, we'll get to the second undefeated team in just a sec. But George sits in second, 16 points, right behind Chris. Um, tied with Michael, at with, also with 16 points. But there's a pretty significant difference between George and Michael in terms of goal differential. And George has a game in hand. Then we get to Sam, the other undefeated team, with 15 points. He is only in fourth place because he hasn't played. Like, he's got three games in hand over Michael because he's had a bye week, and plus he hasn't played two of his matches this week. So, you know, what about that? Um, Then Kyle sits in fifth, 14 points. So first through fifth is separated by a single game. That's pretty interesting. Um, Then you have myself, which is a very welcome surprise for me at 13 points after a pretty good week. Uh, followed by Peter at 12 points, and then our beloved commissioner, Kerry, sitting in eighth at 10 points um, with just a negative one goal differential, so that's pretty good. Uh, followed by Jordan with nine points, and then we have our group of seven, the lucky lucky sevens, with Amir, James, and Fernando all tied at seven points. Only thing separating them is goal differential. Um, that's going to be a fight for that last spot in the automatic entry. But don't count out Joseph, who sits in 13th at four points. Joseph has been playing some really strong football, and he almost came away with a win over me. Um, and then we get to the bottom boys, one of which is on this podcast. Lewis and Nate, both tied at one point yeah. each. No wins for either of you, but you each have a draw. Um, Lewis, your goal differential is negative 13. Nate, unfortunately, is negative 20. Still plenty of time to turn this around. And right now, a win for either of you puts you, you know, tied with Joseph for that wild card spot. So that's that's really all you got to look for. Just that's right. Win. Just win, baby. Got to be Mr. Mojo Rising. Yeah, just win, baby, win, like the U in the 80s. There's only one way to go from here, and it's up. Well, for me, I, I could go down, but I'm not. But I'm not. I'm predicting for myself. Um, so... Let's uh, thank you for reading that table, Daniel. Great as always. Um, let's go to this interview um, with our good friend Peter, who uh, specifically was the first newcomer to be interviewed because of his performance with PSG as uh, Gamertag PGS. So let's get to Peter. Well, hello, everybody. This is the Bottom Boys of FIFA Apocalypse, and I'm interviewing. Peter Goldsmith, Mr. PGS himself, playing as PSG. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Happy to be here. Now, you are the first newcomer of this season to be on our podcast. And I specifically chose you because you have done the best. You've been most successful. Um, and I figured I'd give you a chance to talk about um, your interests in... This league, what brought you here, your interest in soccer at large, and just what you do outside of FIFA, assuming you do things outside of FIFA. (laughs) Yeah, so in terms of this league, so Jordan's roommate, Jordan Bostick, his roommate in California, Tony, I went to college with him. And uh, my girlfriend, her parents live out in Bakersfield, California. So we went out there for like a week. And saw Tony, went on a hike with Tony and Jordan. And Jordan was like, hey, like I'm playing this FIFA league. For, first thing he brought up, you know, I played in the FIFA league. And then uh, I was like, oh, I might be, might be down to join you. Shoot me up when next season is. 
So that's how I'm here. Hit me up. Um, yeah, in terms of soccer, I played a lot of soccer growing up. Do you play with Jordan? Uh, He's actually been on our pod before, and he talked about playing. Um, and that's interesting. That so it's Jordan through like who you know that like brought you into the league. Yeah, yeah. So awesome. So I played. So I actually played college soccer with Tony, Jordan's roommate. Um, and I think Tony played with Jordan in high school. I'm sure. Um, I don't, was Jordan was he goalie or? Yeah, he talked about keeper, and I was like, like at least from visuals, I was like, is that because of your long limbs? But he was like, compared to most keepers, I don't have like those, you know, ginormous limbs where you like, you know, they they're meant to be a keeper. <laughs> yeah, actually, come to think of it, Tony just sent me a photo of him and Jordan in high school, so I gotta, I'll, I'll throw that on the group. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what did you play uh, position wise in? Uh, uh, soccer. Were you like, uh, so, were you like a forward striker? So I played a lot of different positions. I started as left back. Ooh, utility all around. And then, yeah. So then I, I started getting good with my feet and moved to left mid and then went to striker actually. Um, and then I had, I had a couple bad injuries. I was like getting injured a lot during high school and kind of lost my speed. So I started then just because I was like not as fast I was like I'm I might play like center mid you know just kind of use my passing ability so then I started playing center mid and yeah I played like defensive mid in, in college now going from like striker or like going from um essentially like you go mid striker and then you go back to defensive mid like does that change your body a little bit just like the type of exercises you do um, and the kind of drills you do think, and like what yeah, you focus on mechanics wise. Definitely. I think striker is tough. Cause I think a lot of the times you don't have the ball. So I feel like you got to make, make, you know, you gotta make the chances. Yeah. You gotta take it. Um, and you're playing a lot with like your back to the defender. So it's like holding it up and then trying to make runs and whatnot. Um, whereas like midfield, I feel like the hardest thing about center mid is knowing what to do with it, like when you're gonna get the when you when the ball is coming to you, and like seeing over your shoulder, because um, it can get tight, it can get tight in the midfield. So get tight. Like, yeah, very tight. So we're we're talking from different time zones, correct? You're uh, three hours ahead. It's eleven p.m. and I, I appreciate this on your side. Um, you live in Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn, New York, yes. Born so, and raised. Born and raised. I freaking love that because I love Captain America and Captain America's from Brooklyn, so There we go. Um so what got you into soccer? Was it just like you had friends that did that? Did your parents, you know, tell you we're gonna enroll you in like ASO or something like that and you're gonna do this and then you just kinda caught on, or was there like a team you were a fan of, a player you idolized? Yeah, so definitely ASO. I, de- I think that was probably the, the, the start of it was ASO. Um, and then just, yeah, started playing from there. Got a lot better. And then, then I worked way up to club. And, like, I would play club and then high school and whatnot. Um, I remember, like, my favorite player was Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho. Yeah, he's got, like, just his highlights on YouTube are just insane. The like snake moves. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and I feel like in his prime, he was like the goat, you know, and for like a year. I'm trying to remember. I have to look at the article, but like, I definitely put Pele in like the goat conversation and like leading up to that, uh, the, the random article I wrote about the Nigerian black goat um, when we had the Lewis's letters column. I think I might have put Ronaldinho on there. But I had, in college, I had a roommate. Mind you, I never played soccer. I have terrible foot-eye coordination, um, and I have bad hand-eye coordination, so that also means basketball is a no-go. <laughs> um, but um, I played intramural just because I'm like, oh, I like to run as like a recreation, so I'm going to play with my friends. And I had a roommate, Rawad, and I always called him Rawaldinho. 
can you can do like Dino with like anything. That's I true. Try to do that with as many words as possible. How would you do that with my name? Uh, Louis Dino. Louis Dino. I I like that. Louis Dino. I mean, that's that I, should that, be my gamer tag. I'm gonna change yeah, my gamer tag, which I mean. Goofy is my favorite fictitious character, and that's, like, why Goof Troop is a thing as my gamer tag. That was, like, a no-brainer. But, um, yeah, I like Louis Dino. Louis Dino. I mean, yeah, you got you got Kylinho, I guess, at the moment. So, it's a little bit of a... You're, you're copping a little bit, but... That's you know, true. <laughs> why not? Why not? It could just be just throwing shade. So, is there a team... Whether it be MLS international, whatnot, that you uh, you're a huge fan of. Um, I think like I think I started being a fan of Man U when I started to watch soccer because they had yeah they just had Ronaldo, um, Rooney, Tevez. Yep. Burpov. That that era was like was really sick. And then I feel like I kind of like once they once Alex Ferguson left, I feel like it's just not been really fun to watch them. I mean, they're starting to do better, but um, it's funny. Like my girlfriend's got into soccer a lot more this year and really loves Man City, which is just like so funny. <laughs> so so now so now you know she's rooting for Man City. I don't know if I'm gonna go to Man City. That's you know it's a little bit of a bandwagon vibe, but. Don't be a man wagon, you know, stay with Man U. <laughs> She's like, it's bullshit. <laughs> I highly recommend you watching, uh, well, you've probably seen Euro Trip because it's an awesome movie. But um, if you haven't, or if you have, regardless, watch it, rewatch it, and you'll definitely stray from changing to Man City. Because that's like, yeah. they run into soccer hooligans and they're like Manchester United fans. It's great. <laughs> So, um, you've talked about, and she has uh, made her voice present in the background, your girlfriend, correct? Yes, yes. Do you cohabit? Do you live together? We do, we do. So, playing FIFA um, has, for those who have like partners that they live with, like uh, Michael in our league, uh, his wife has ground rules, and when she was on her pod, if, if you heard, she was like talking about that um, when he plays. Um, That's it, Seems as if your girlfriend, you know, being a Man City fan, she's got gotten into soccer. Does she like sit beside you and cheer you on? Do you have like a no talking policy? What or does she have like rules on when you can play and stuff like that? Like, what's that situation like? What What's funny is that to be honest, like she probably plays more than me at the moment. Oh, FIFA, damn. She plays FIFA, <laughs> which is <laughs> so like yeah, we we got the game. Like, I've, I've been playing, like, on and off for the past few years. We got the game, and she got, like, really, she got really into it. Um, she's, like, playing seasons right now, which is really funny. Um, but, yeah, no, when I'm, when I'm playing, she'll definitely cheer me on. Um, there was this one time, which is pretty funny. I was, like, playing, I think I was playing uh, George. Um, and it was, like, you know, like, I think he had just, it was, like, 1-1 maybe, and it was, like, you know, intense in the game and she's like started asking me this random question about like you know <laughs> and i was like uh she's like oh i'm so sorry i should be asking that question right now so yeah i feel like you know when when fifa's when the games are happening you know she's there she's cheering me on it's fun it's fun she gives me a little advice at halftime you know if i'm fucking up <laughs> <laughs> what's great about that is uh we don't have to bleep out you know this is our Daniel and I's we're the bottom boys. We're, we don't stray from cursing, so we're gonna keep that in, if that's all okay. right. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, like today at halftime, she was like, "You gotta step it up. You're really bad." <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of the game we just played, by the way, listeners, um, Peter and I just played, and Peter beat me three to two. My, right, my memory serves me right. It's all a blur. <laughs> Because at the end, I was trying so hard being down in the second half, three to one. I was trying so hard to get back because being at the bottom of the table is never good when you are labeled the bottom boy. 
part of the uh, podcast. So, and plus, I got like how <laughs> the fact that I have issue scoring and I have Ronaldo and Murata like on my team is just like Andy Bala. I'm just like it, it's talking about like stepping it up. That's that's like I'm I'm hitting. I'm hitting seasons like myself after this, and I'm gonna drink a yerba mate and pull an all nighter. I used to joke that I'd make my players do wind sprints, and specifically um, prior to this season of just soccer, and that's in like real life, and also uh, FIFA. Uh, Uventus had Gonzalo Higuain before he went to Miami, and. I mean, Gazali Guain, he's just a great goal scorer, but, you know, he's slow. He's never fast. Yeah. That was never his shtick. Yeah. So I used to he's joke. Kind of yeah. Um, I used to joke that I'd make him run wind sprints until <laughs> he could just step it up. He could get a breakaway. Oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah no, I look forward to our – yeah, it was a close game. I look forward to our matchup uh, when I have knock on wood improved. Um and when you get you you get to see the entirety of the the league. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been an interesting journey so far. So outside of FIFA, what like do you do? Like, a, a, you don't have to talk about like a job. You can if you want to. If career is like worn on your heart, um, but like, what are your hobbies outside of our league? Out of FIFA. Yeah. So I actually like. Five, five years ago, I started to make music. So I, I like rap and I sing. Really? So I've done that for the past like five years, and so, I'm, and like it's kind of been progressing, and now I'm, now I'm at the point where I might want to like start releasing some music. That is awesome. So, um, yeah. uh, for the listeners, there's an acoustic guitar hanging on the wall. Um, so I was actually going to ask about that eventually so what instruments do you play i mean if you're making music you must be all around eclectic musician right i mean yes and no i feel like nowadays it's easy to so i I work with a producer actually who's in the city so he's like he's the mastermind behind a lot of the instrumentation um but i do like you know i can i can make melodies and stuff for beats um but you know i can i I know how to play the piano a little bit. Um, trying to learn guitar now. Um, it's been it's been mounted there for a while. <laughs> it's, been, it's been hanging out. It hasn't been uh, hasn't been used too much though. Hopefully we'll get to that soon. So my roommate um, has an electric drum kit. Um, not Carrie roommate because our commissioner is like my roommate as well, um, which makes for a very interesting and very tense dynamic as roommates but um i've been really hitting the electric drum kit so like i kind of want to make a a fifa apocalypse band because co-host daniel plays the guitar like he's played it for a while michael uh definitely plays brass instruments i know kyle plays instruments as well kyle's in a band so if we could like on one of these just have a jam session forget about updates forget about interviews We'll just have a jam session. I'm having like visions right now of like dropping like a FIFA apocalypse, you know, single about the season. Exactly. You know, little, little lyrics thrown in about funny moments. Do we want to get vintage with it? We could do like a mixtape. We do a mix set. And based yeah. on that, like, I don't know, we could <laughs> basically that jam session, we'll find, I don't know who the vocalist would be. But then we could just overlay a vocal track onto this jam session. Use different parts of the jam session. Like the jam session could take the place of an entire pod. You know, like thirty to thirty minutes to an hour. They sometimes are. And then we just take segments and make like actual songs out of them with words. Definitely, definitely. We'll have like uh Lee Dixon on the intro. Yeah. <laughs> Lee Dixon. <laughs> I miss Martin Tyler so much. Him and Alan yeah. Smith were way better commentators. They like said funny stuff, yeah. whereas like Derek Rainley Dixon, they're just annoying, and like especially Derek Ray, like always shit talks. Yeah. Whereas Marlon Tyler would like shit talk, but it'd be more like you know keeper gives the ball to defender accidentally, you know when he's about to kick yeah, it off. He's like classic. He's more classic. 
classic. Yeah, and he'd be like, what's the keeper doing here? <laughs> it's great. Um, so, Peter, we're going to wrap this up. I've been asking you a lot of questions, and to make this seem less of an interrogation and more of a conversation, is there anything you want to ask me? That's what I do. Actually, usually I have like questions that are like ball busting questions, but <laughs> this is the first one. Yeah. Um What's the funniest moment you've had living with Carrie? The funniest moment I've had living with Carrie. There's a lot of them. Carrie loves to uh recollect his uh days he spent in Ibiza. So if he's oh. ever uh if he's ever, uh, you know, drinking that uh, that good juice, um, a.k.a. absinthe, the commish gets down with absinthe, um, he'll put, like, ski mask-esque, you know, like, facial covering, you know, like, that we're wearing during the pandemic. He puts it over his head and starts, like, dancing, and he's like, Ibiza! He's like, take me back, take me back. Take right me now. back. Um, and he's received a nickname, Bad Boy Batty, based off of that based off of those moments. I didn't come uh, up with that. I didn't come up with that, and he didn't come up with it yeah, either, so. I'm, I'm interested. Who came up with that, Gary? Um, roommate. Oh, roommate, okay. He saw that happening. He was like, bad boy baddie. <laughs> love that, love that. Yeah, I never, I, I studied abroad in Spain, but I never never went to Ibiza. Shut up. I, the longer I am Carrie's roommate, probably um and then you know pandemic makes uh, goes away or at least it becomes safe once again to internationally travel probably go to ibiza just so then i could point at it say hey look it's ibiza i'm not really much of a club goer nowadays um granted i i have a girlfriend but like i feel like even if i was single that was never my shtick my shtick you know i i've got a little hipster in my dna like i like to have conversation with those when i'm like going out so you can't really do that in those kind of clubs. That's why I like the Vegas scene. I kind of aged out of it. Um, minus, you know, the I like walking through casinos because the sound of slot machines is super fun. But anywho, um, the last question before we like totally wrap things up. What's your greatest fear? My greatest fear. What do you fear, Peter? I feel like my greatest fear is like at the end of my life like when i'm like 85 i don't know hopefully like 90 we'll see uh looking back and be like damn i could have like strived for my goals harder and i didn't okay the what if the what if conundrum is, is a very powerful a one yeah it's yeah feel that well peter you try to make the most of every day Exactly. Peter, you answered all those questions with grace. It's been fantastic. I look forward to our rematch. I look forward to seeing you progress and hopefully get to the tippy top of the table. We need a new, it's been Michael and Chris at the one and two, like since we started this league. So get at it. Yeah. It's a little too late for me. (laughs) I'm going to see what I can do. I was introduced early to the, uh, to Chris's uh, ability. Second game. I was like, oh, shit. All right. There's some very good good players in this. Uh, I got to start practicing. All right. Well, it was a pleasure, Peter. You take care, man. Be well. All right. Thanks for having me. Peace. We want to thank Peter for coming on the podcast. It was a very insightful interview. It was great interviewing Peter because, I mean, I was interviewing him 8 o'clock our time. Pacific Standard Time and on Eastern Standard Time it's 11 so I appreciate staying up for the sake of the bottom boys of FIFA apocalypse um that just shows his dedication to this league and he listens to the pod that's fantastic what a swell guy that's swell enough for a LaCroix that's what that is yeah that's a LaCroix moment right there um let's get to week five Week five. Week five. Yeah, week five. Oh, that sounded like a question. No. (laughs) It wasn't. Match days nine and ten.
Uh, Match day nine, we've got Amir versus Nate. Um, sorry, Nate. Unless you can turn it around, prove me wrong. We're not exactly a part of uh, accurate predictions, but I say Amir wins like three to one in this match. I was going to say that I think this is where Nate gets his first win. Honestly, I hope so. I think he. I hope I think that he wins the bottom gives itself like upward momentum to make this league just that much more competitive. Um, so, what's your prediction on this? I think Nate wins two to one. Nate wins two to one. Okay, Kyle and James. Mm, this is a tough one. Borussia Dortmund versus Tottenham. This is a tough one. I just um, mean James's play. Like you know, James. Um, can attack quite well um and kyle is inconsistent with his play he can be great hence where he is at at the table and then he can draw to me so (laughs) that is the definition of inconsistent yes yep um so i honestly think kyle wins this one i know like the very beginning of this season i thought james was gonna be in the in the top I'm not convinced anymore. Um, I think it's going to be a, a three to two. Kyle wins. Interesting. Interesting. I think you're probably right. I think it'll Kyle be a bit wins. higher higher scoring. I think it'll be four three. Kyle and James, if you don't like the sound of that, take the initiative and you know prove us wrong. Like I said, yeah. uh, next Peter and Fernando. Dana, what do you think? Uh, Peter Fernando. Well, this is this is going to be a very fascinating matchup. Um, Peter is a bit higher than Fernando in the table, but they're only separated by five points. So if Fernando wins this, that can significantly close the gap. I don't think he will, though. I think Peter is going to win this one 4-1. Um, 4-1. Th- to one. Four to one. Wow. No trust in Fernando. Um, for me, I think it's a draw. I think we got 2-2. Two, two. All right. Then we have a top-of-the-table clash, George versus Chris. George versus Chris. Dun, dun, dun. Um, gosh. That's that's going to be a tough one. That's a tough one to predict, and that's a... Um, I mean, George can keep it close, but um, Chris also just... He knows how to attack. He knows how to get around uh, defenders. Um, but George knows soccer very well. George knows George how to stop. Yeah. I think George will win this 2-1. to one. All right. All right. And I know Chris listens, so Chris is is really looking forward to when him and I play, and he's going to make me pay for it. I, I know he will. Um, match day 12 of week six, so which is right, is going to be the same week as Richmond Heights Derby. So I have the potential to do great things. I also have the potential to screw up. So that, we'll that's see. a big week for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, this ain't all about me. Um, further down the week, we've got Joseph and Carrie. This is... The Education Derby. Yeah, I don't know what we call this. The Education Derby. The Education Derby. Uh, Y'all going to get some learning from watching this match. Um, Joseph came into the league. Thanks to Kerry. Yeah, so... Joseph Joseph wants to get this win. Joseph Joseph does want to get this win. win Because, um, especially if you can do well with uh, Leicester against uh, Barcelona, like, that looks great on paper. And, but Kerry is also going to want to get this one because you never want to lose to one of the people you recruited into the league. Exactly. And also, I haven't recruited yeah. anybody into the league, so I can't not, say Not that. a concern. <laughs> yeah. um, then we've got Samuel versus Daniel. Uh, league Cup final rematch. League Cup final rematch. Um, you thought George was tough? Well... You're going to play Samuel, so... Well, I took down one Martinez. You know, if you could get the first half Martinez uh, collective, that would be that would be very impressive. I'm, I'm collecting the Martinez wins in my, in my glove. In your glove, right. What does that take the shape of, like a win? Like, if that was to be an object, what would you call that? Uh, some type of, like, gem or stone is what I was Gem saying. or stone? Yeah. It wouldn't be, like, a... And uh, I'd make it like a flaming hot Cheeto or Takis, whatever you prefer. Um, well, definitely so Takis. After, after, wait, what? Takis? You're a Takis uh, over flaming hot Cheeto? Oh, fan? no, I thought you said Codpiece. 
what's a cod piece? Like a fish? No, it's like a like a jock strap type thing. Ew. We're moving onward. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna speak about this match because it involves me. Well, Daniel, uh, go for it. then the last match of match day nine is um, Lewis versus Jordan. Yourself versus Jordan. Um, this is a big match for you. You you get you got to start putting wins on the board. I got to start putting wins on the board. The uh, it's the beginning of the season line no longer applies, um, and it's time to propel up. It's time to fix that GD. It's time to get some dubs. Jordan's been playing well. He's he's uh, allowing two goals per match. Um, he needs to up his scoring a little bit, but but you got you got to put something on the board. And I prefer you do it in match day nine and not match day ten. <laughs> Looking into. Well, let's go to match day ten. We've got Amir versus Michael Daniel. What do you think? Um, Atletico should beat Arsenal in theory, but uh, Michael's going to beat Amir, and I think it's going to be four to one. That's the glory of uh, simulated reality yeah. with these video games. Um, George versus Nate. Uh, a top man versus a bottom boy. Um, it would not surprise me to see Nate do something here against George. I think George's play style is more suited to Nate stealing a point. Um, but I don't think he will. I think George will win 3-1. George will win 3-1. I think George... I was actually going to say the same thing. George wins 3-1. Sorry, Nate. Um, Peter versus James. This is going to be a shootout. This will be a shootout. And I think I think it's going to be... Five to four, Peter. Five four Peter. All right, I'll say five four James because I do think it'll be five to four. Um, just because PSG just runs fast, and as we've seen with James, his he's more attacking focused than defensive focused. That's right. Um, Jordan and Fernando. Um, this is a big match for both of them. I believe they are only separated by a couple points in the table. Uh, they are. They're separated by two points in the table. Uh-huh. As of right now, although um, Jordan does have a game in hand. So, you know, Fernando gets a win. He can hop above Jordan, and that, that would be a significant result for him. Um, I think this is a 2-2 draw. 2-2 draw, okay. Um, I think Jordan wins 3-1. to one. So we both agree on four goals, just the allocation of those goals. Exactly. <laughs> and um, the result different. Um, Samuel and Carey. Ooh. This is a big match. The untimely versus the timely. This is a big match. We can just call this the, uh, the clock derby. Yeah. The the time derby. I don't know. Everything's a derby now. Everything's a derby. Um, Derby culture. It's crazy. You know, it's, it's hard to say because Sam has three games in hand on Carey as to how, how far apart in the table they are. Um, but I think Carey would love to get a win here. Carey would love to get a win here, and I also know Samuel would love to get a win here. Um, so, mm, I it's could... a tough one because Carey's playing different. I think he's playing the best that he's had since the beginning of FIFA Apocalypse, but at Samuel is Liverpool, and Samuel is a great FIFA player. So I still think this is a 4-2 to two Samuel. All right, Ish. So, so I disagree because I do think that Kerry can, is going to implement something defensive and just try and shut down Sam entirely. He's going to have to learn to use Lionel Messi. Yeah, but it would not surprise me in the slightest for this to be like 1-1 one, one, and that Carey just sends like one guy forward and manages to get something lucky but ordinarily just have like 10, 10 guys back there trying to keep Sam in front of him we'll see it, it wouldn't surprise me to see that though I, I, I'm predicting a draw nice and I love how I criticize Carey telling him that he needs to learn how to use Messi where I need to learn how to use Ronaldo because I've had him under my wing these four seasons and haven't really had much to show for it um next match is chris versus joseph chris versus joseph um this i think joseph kind of needs a win here um you think he gets chris you think he beats uh, beats chris i think he could 
I think he would like to. I don't think he will, but I think he could. I mean, don't we all, wouldn't we all like to be Chris? Well, yeah. I certainly would, since I've never. Um, yeah, I mean, Joseph, I think, it, it's very early to say people were mathematically eliminated from the title race, but I think if Chris wins this, he would be up by 16 points on Joseph in the title race, and I, and I think that's it for Joseph. Set the stage for Joseph, so we'll see. Um, but I think Chris wins. Yeah. Four to one. Four to one sounds like a reasonable scoreline. But then we get the big match of this week. The one everyone's the looking forward to. The Bottom Boys Bowl. The Bottom Boys Bowl. Triple B. The, the podcast derby. You versus me. Yeah, hey, punk. I play you in match day 10, and we're, we're going to face off. What do you think about that? Well, um, I'm, I would love to have you play Jordan first and, and, and beat Jordan um, just because I know for a fact that if we go in and you're still winless you are going to win this game I mean you don't I know, know that I know that's what's going to happen listen here bub that's right I said bub I, I, I rewind, we round the clocks back to like 1940 um, we're rising the whole team management change I don't consider myself the manager I consider I've got like a paid person who's my manager. Okay. It's a feline that uh, walks the halls of our house. Her name's Tootsie. It's a cat. Maybe that's why we've been effing up. Anywho, um, I'm sacking that manager, and we have new management. That management now is me. So you are uh, Piedmont Calcio under new management? Under new management, yep. Um. Yeah, if you recall, season one, you didn't have any good results, any positive results until we played, and then you drew me, and that was that was your first result of the season. Um, uh-huh. I'm concerned that this will be your first win of the season. Well, you also had uh, Manchester United, which isn't as good as they are now, but also still a lesser team than Real Madrid, who you are playing better now than you were in season two when you had Real Madrid. Yes, that is true. So... Work's cut out for me, but work is also cut out for you. It's going to be a battle. It's going to be very tough to find room to score. And I think whoever is able to get more goals in the back of the net is going to win this game. All I know is that if I get zero points this week, week five, I'm going to lose my mind up in here. Daniel, do you have any questions? No further questions, Your Honor. Any comments, concerns, anything you want to add? Well, I'm concerned that you might lose your mind up in here. Up in here. I think we should play some DMX for the listeners. How about it? Let's do it. Hit it!